What are you, 30? I'm in my 20s. I'm uh, 29. <laughs> I'm milking it for so as much as I got. You're punching 30 in yeah, the mouth. I'm, I'm, I'm right there. It's so weird. I'm sure I felt that, you know, like I'm, I'm always fascinated by age and different. Not, and people think I'm like, oh, don't worry about it. I'm like, I'm not worried about it. I'm just fascinated by it. That, yeah. Because I, of course, I remember 30, but you can't possibly know 66. I don't know. You know what? But though? you will. And it'll go by like that. I was literally like 21 yesterday. And then exactly. bam, I'm 29. I'm 29 right. now. But I have a terrible, like, I would have never guessed you were 66. Like, I, I have a horrible age radar. Like, I never know how old somebody is. I mean, I know if someone's over 18, but <laughs> <laughs> that's, a, that's, that's as far as it goes, you know? That's as, that's as far as and it goes. How do, you, how do you know that? that, that actually, that's a very hard one to know. Models, they constantly are p- plucking models from, like, farm cities in Ukraine, and they're, like, 14, right? And that's what they, at least they, that's how they used to get models. And they looked, they were 18. So yeah, they find them on know, Instagram this, now. If you have a radar that can tell yeah. that, you're good. Yeah, I don't know. Do I, do I look 29? Well, I just guessed you were 30. Damn it. So you're going to have to live with, <laughs> what do you got, another six months, pal? It's the beard. Yeah, no, I have a, my birthday's in October, so. Oh, you're okay. Yeah. Let me tell you something. It's not how old you are. It's how old you are like against where you are and you're doing great yeah i think you have what like a tr- one trillion uh <laughs> tiktok followers I or have, something uh, so on tiktok i have 15.4 million now, followers. how did you build that up man so I, I i've been in la for five years and when i moved out here i was trying to where are you I, from new york yeah i've heard of it born and raised yeah oh really what part Queens, Flushing, and then, uh, like, towards high school, my family moved to Long Island. I moved out when I was 18. I went to school in uh, Texas. I went to college in Texas. And then, pointless. I mean, I went there to... I was majoring in sociology. I was playing football at the time. I wanted to, like, be in the NFL. Turns out I wasn't good enough. And um, my sister was like, you should... You know, you should... You've always been funny. You should just move to L.A. and be, like, a comedian and actor. And I was like, all right, let's do it. So... I ended up moving out to L.A. I was like an assistant at the time. This is five years ago. So I'm an assistant. I'm making like 600 bucks a month. I'm like taking the bus and train. Um, I'm an assistant. I'm trying to like get gigs. I'm doing stand-up, but I'm doing like shitty bar gigs. I'm not doing real stand-up. You know, I'm anything, right in the club. Any, yeah, anywhere I can get on stage, right? Well, you think you're different than everyone else who, but we all did that. You know, it's tough because when you move here, you see people who are already successful, but you don't see what they went through to get there, right? I mean, I'm just a kid when I moved here. You're so the just, one who's going through what you went through to get there. Yeah, true. So It's good for you. Yeah, I wouldn't be where I'm at today if yeah, I didn't go through not. that. Yeah. You, gotta, you gotta go through the yeah. system and it toughens you up and makes you funnier. And Oh, yeah. You know, it's fascinating to me. I mean, the, the way that technology changes, obviously funny is funny. That doesn't change. But how where it's going through... I mean, from when I started, when it was like getting on The Tonight Show with Johnny Carson, yep. you know, to like, then I remember Dane Cook. Dane remember, Cook, that yeah, was a course. technological, that was sort of like, wasn't he the, the first one to... Sell out the garden. He sold out the garden. Like, but because he used the internet. Yeah. Wasn't that... I don't remember if it I was... I think that's what it was. It might have been, but I remember watching Dane Cook. I mean, at that point when I was watching him, he was already doing the garden, so... But that's what made him unique yeah he he mastered a new technology 
you know, presidents do this. They say Kennedy was the first TV president. You know, he was good looking. They had the first debate on TV. He looked better than the other sweaty motherfucker, (laughs) you know. FDR was the first radio president. You know, he was able to, when people had just radios, he was able to talk to them. Lincoln couldn't talk to the people. You'd have to go fucking see him in person. Exactly, yeah. tickets were outrageous. Yeah, (laughs) The, the, yeah, the game is constantly changing. And then, right. then you get those people who don't get with the times and then they get left behind, you know? Well, <laughs> uh, yeah, if you, do, I mean. I mean, to a certain degree, right? If you've the, built a certain stature of fame, right? You, that, that'll. Well, it depends. I mean, there's, I mean, HBO is still HBO. Yeah. You can't front. But even right? HBO has, has they, they've, but, they've. Uh, Gone with the culture. They've, you know, they yeah. have the HBO no. And I will concede and- that, like, people your age, they don't really have TVs anymore. Yeah, but they can see your shit anywhere else. Like, Absolutely. that's not my area. It's like where it goes and how you do it. I'm content. Yeah, you know, you're kind of like your own network because that's yeah. what TikTok is. Yeah, right. You yeah. don't have a contract with TikTok. You could take a week off and not. Well, I can't take a week off. I mean, theoretically, I could, but I would never take a week off. Just because of ever, how, well, just how my page is set up. I mean, of course, nothing lasts forever, right? But um, the way the algorithm works, right? You have to consistently post in order to get, you know, a certain viewership. And then if you take off, you know, two weeks, maybe a month, you feel that on your page. You feel the viewership go down, right? And then you have to kind of regenerate that viewership. You're falling off. <laughs> I'm not. I'm, I'm posting. No, I'm, I'm post saying after this. that was what they would say. Oh He's, yeah, yeah, exactly, yeah. And, and there's so much content where it's like, let's say you put out a video and it does 5 million views, right? Two hours later, someone else has a 5 million view video. And then next day there's... But you, you realize, Adam, you just described a very psychologically um, precarious situation for yourself. Don't you think? I mean, you, you just said, I can't ever take any time off because if I don't feed this dragon, if I don't feed this beast... It will turn on me. Yes. You don't worry about that a little? Yeah, of course. But, I mean, I think I'm so, like, blinders, horse-like. I just want to continue to just keep elevating sure. to this level. Sure. And you, so yeah. I, I'm, <laughs> look, at my juncture here, I mean, I've been on TV almost 30 years straight. Wow. Like, I don't need to do this. Like, I don't need to But you po- enjoy it. Podcast, I'm loving it. Yeah. But I love my real job, and my real job is my real job. Yeah. This is an hour on a Wednesday, but it's more, <laughs> yeah. it's like fun to do it with you because I never met you, yeah. heard all these things about you, and everyone was always so fucking positive. I'm like, I gotta meet this kid. Yeah, you know, Because I love to talk to people who are not my age. I, I learn, that's how I learn. Yeah, I know absolutely. the people my age, they, you know, I basically know what they know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But you know things I don't know. Absolutely. And I'm going to fucking like a vampire suck that out of you. Let's do it. You know what? When I found out, (laughs) when when I found out um, my manager had called me, she's like, hey, uh, Bill Maher wants you on your podcast, on his podcast. I'm like, Bill Maher? And she's like, yeah, do you not want to do it? I'm like, no, I want to do it. I love Bill Maher. This is the last person I expected to reach out. So I was like, this is awesome. I'm thrilled because like it wouldn't be right for my real job, which again is my real job. (laughs) But like... To, we got talking about this because you said, I have blinders and on and on. And I'm like, 
just so you know what's ahead in your life, you can be my age and still have that kind of yeah. drive. Because one reason I want to do this is because, yes, the, the more we <laughs> go down the path of American history, the less people your age are uh, like interested in the, shall we say, meat and potatoes issues of the day. Yeah, yeah. It's exactly. like my show is for grown-ups who know things. Sorry. But like the kids, they, they just, you know, I mean, last week we talked about the ACLU and NATO. I just wouldn't want to survey a group of people your age and ask them what they thought about the ACLU and NATO. I, I, I don't even know what that is. Exactly. So, yeah. There you go. And yeah, you're a bright I, guy. Yeah. And I blame the schools for that. Because you should, and I'm going <laughs> to... Well, I know NATO. I know NATO. All right. I don't know what it stands for, but I know NATO. Yeah. I know NATO. It stands for North Atlantic like, Treaty, tre- Organi- treaty. It's Organization. Treaty. Yeah, I knew some of those. Oh. I knew there was a treaty in there. I knew an organization was in there. And you know what it was? Yeah. I, uh, all right. Maybe, correct me if I'm wrong. It's like some type of alliance, right? Yes. Am I right? Correct. An alliance that yes. uh, curates... Curate. Um, uh, or no, I wouldn't say curate, no, but you maybe... you shouldn't say curate. Yeah, no, we won't, we <laughs> Do won't, not we say won't. Curate. We'll take it out in the edit. Um, uh, an alliance <laughs> that is in charge of, of, other, of other alliances. No. Well, not exactly. Oh, but God. I think it's... Stop, it's... stop talking. <laughs> Let me tell you what it is, and then, you know... But here, you don't feel bad about this. You know why? I'm going to write a book someday called Gaspacho is Cold. <laughs> Do you know why? Why is that? Because everything you know, every single thing you know, you learned at a particular moment in your life. You don't remember every moment, but that's why generally people have understood that older people are wiser because they've had more days, more time, more experiences, more moments to learn something. Okay, so I remember when I ordered gazpacho soup for the first time and I uh, complained bitterly to the waiter that the soup was cold. Well, gazpacho soup is served cold. Oh, I didn't even know that. It's what I'm saying to you. You're learning it now. Yeah. I learned it. I was about the same age. Point being... Is it really even soup then? Yes, it is soup. It is cold soup. (laughs) I agree. It's like iced coffee. (laughs) It's like... You're right. It's, okay. You're right. It's stupid. It's, yeah, it doesn't make sense. It's it not doesn't adding make up. sense, but it is, and it's a it's it's a very like expensive soup. Gazpacho soup. I mean, I, I remember I was at a restaurant, and it was you know, and I was I hadn't really never before that had a lot of money. I didn't have a lot of money then, but I, like even enough to go out to dinner with a girl. Yeah. And I was at a fairly nice restaurant ordering gazpacho soup. I felt pretty sophisticated. I was smoking a cigarette. We were talking about NATO. <laughs> NATO, that's yeah, what we're talking yeah. about. Okay. What so is this, the, NATO? The, so NATO makes the soup? What's, what's No. Okay. The point being that every time you learn something, you learn it at a certain moment, and you shouldn't feel yeah. bad that you didn't learn it before that moment. I don't feel bad. No. Uh, I don't. <laughs> right. I definitely, I definitely don't. So today's the day you're learning what NATO is. Yeah. And gazpacho soup. It's and gazpacho cold. soup. It's they a go hand letter. in hand. Oh, for you, for me, this is yeah, a bonanza. I'm going to remember when I think of gazpacho soup, this now I'm thinking of NATO. It's a bonanza. You know what yeah. bonanza is? I've heard of it. I've heard of it. It was a TV show. It's a, it's a TV show. Yeah, exactly. It was like the number one show forever. It was a Western about these, you know, four fat white 
white guys who lived in Montana or something, and they had horse horses and adventures. I don't know. Is this on HBO Max? Or no, was, this is this HBO Max. I mean, this is like I've never heard of it. No, when it was did this on, come it was out? on. It was even corny when I was a kid. It was like probably on in the like the late fifties and and throughout oh, the sixties. Yeah, I'm out. I'm out of it. No. I yeah, you don't want to know. But NATO, you should know. Now, you know what the Soviet Union was. Yeah, yeah. Formerly, oh, it was, now it's Russia, right? Russia was the dominant force. The Soviet Union was Russia and all the countries it conquered. Yeah, yeah. That I, knew that. The, I knew that. I knew that. Okay. That's an easy one. Okay. So NATO was what we formed after World War II to counter the Soviet Union. To make sure they didn't take over the whole world. Oh, yeah, so it wasn't an alliance. Yes, but not we when we curated. We had nuclear missiles there. Yeah, I mean, yeah. <laughs> they, were, yeah. They, were, they didn't have meetings where like, how are we going to curate the uh, Soviets on this one? You know, uh, Putin is not a curator. He's a poisoner. Right, right. But, I mean, I was close. I was close. Everybody is sick of video calls. It's because the experience sucks. It's laggy. It cuts out all the time. And you just know Bob from accounting is most likely naked from the waist down. That's where SignalWire comes in. SignalWire is a technology arsenal that allows developers to create better real-time video communication apps quickly. Because that's what we need, more apps. SignalWire empowers developers to create more natural real-time interactive experiences. And SignalWire provides developer-friendly APIs and SDKs to help you get your app up and running with a few clicks and a snippet of code instead of months of complex development work. It's been the choice of TV and film studios for remote looping and audio recording because it does what other video tech simply can't do. Visit SignalWire.com slash random to sign up for a free account and receive an additional 5,000 video minutes for testing your app or integration. Go to SignalWire.com slash random. Get communications APIs from the OGs of software-defined telecom at SignalWire. Go to SignalWire.com slash random today. Club Random is supported by Masterworks. A few things to know about how to invest in contemporary art without being rich enough to own an NFL franchise or inventing a rocket that will fly to Mars. This is an investment for regular people because it's a great one. Art is stable. Yeah, when other things tank, like everything is doing right now, art does not. It's also scarce and tangible. And when inflation is over 3%, art appreciates by 24% because it's so safe. So, how do you get in? Masterworks is the answer. With over 400,000 current members and a half a billion dollars worth of actual art in their portfolio, they make owning art accessible for everyone. Gold and real estate fluctuate where art just goes up. In fact, blue chip art pieces have increased by 2,500% since 1995. Our viewers can skip their wait list. Go to masterworks.art random. See important Regulation A disclosures at masterworks.io slash cd. That's masterworks.art slash random. So you and your 15 million closest friends, you can't leave them even for a day. I mean, look, I could do that, of course. But one, I, I love what I do. I love making content every day. I love putting it out. I love the reactions I get from it, right? Even Christmas? Oh, Christmas is the best day to post. <laughs> Everyone's home on their phones. That's when everyone's watching. Everyone's trying to see what everyone got as a present. So usually, actually, 
a lot of my like my most viral videos, I think I have like a video that has 250 million views that was posted on Christmas Eve. Because everyone's off work, everyone's at home. There's like such a psychology and science behind like how you post, when you post, what to post that ensures, when? you know. Like when you know people are like with their phones? Is that yeah, what that exactly. is? exactly. And when are they with their phones? Well, I mean, obviously, I don't know specifically. When no, but, 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 but like generally. generally, like, you know, weekends are always a better time to post. Like videos do better on Saturdays and Sundays because people aren't working their nine to fives or on their phones. Right. You know, um, another thing that I do, too, is like a lot of the comedy I do online is visual. Why? Because there's tons of people at work who can't listen with sound on. So if you can make like a rule of thumb I have when I create a video is like I watch it on mute. Would somebody laugh at this video on mute? It's amazing. You're back to Charlie Chaplin. Yeah, exactly. And that's why he was so universal, right? And then you got to also think, I have such a worldly audience, right? Where there's so, so many people who don't silent, speak English. You're making a silent, a yeah. little short silent movie on TikTok. Yeah, absolutely. And it's a full movie. I mean, we're, we're talking what? about a beginning, middle, end twist, you should, your protagonist, antagonist, all in one minute. You should watch his movies and steal his shit. I've actually... Not stole his shit, but I've watched tons of his stuff. Like clips on YouTube. Do the one where he eats his shoe. <laughs> I, I don't think I've seen that one. It'll kill. I, I gotta I mean, watch it. Trust me, in the 1919s, it was, no, I don't know. But there's the famous scene where he's like, yeah, but there's lots of, you know, clips. I mean, have I ever, like, seen a Chaplin movie all the way through? I don't know. I've just seen clips. I've seen but Ride clips. the Bike. Right. Yeah. And also, the one who's going through the gears. Yeah. That's, I mean. He's for, genius. For, yeah, for 100 years ago. That thing where he's yeah. and, and the comment that it's making on the mechanized society we live in. Yeah, it's it's genius. Was, and and he was a a, bad, another badass. thing too that's crazy is like people will message me or like I'll even run into people who don't really speak that great of English and they're like, I learned English from watching your videos. Because there's of wow. course there's dialogue, right? There's dialogue here and there, but it's very limited where like, you know, you don't have to know the dialogue to get the joke. So that's something I keep in mind all the time when I shoot. And like a statistic actually uh, I believe on Facebook, 70% of videos are watched without sound. Do you want to, like, do you aspire, like, one day to make, like, a an actual full-length movie? Oh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, that was my goal. Because this is great training for yeah, you. You're no, doing that, it a minute at a time. <laughs> that, 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 that was my goal when I first moved here, um, to be a, a well, movie. That, and, and now you have the following. Yeah. So if your agent isn't working on this? No, he is. I'm actually oh. working on a film right now. Um, I put out a oh. short film, like... A year ago, that got qualified for an Oscar. It didn't end up getting nominated, but it got close. Um, so, I mean, that is the avenue, but I'm kind of finding myself in this weird crossroad of, you know, even like the movie business, right? Like, unless you're like an A-list actor like The Rock or, you know, Kevin Hart, right? You go away, you film a movie for what? Three, four months, right? And the amount that I would get paid to do that movie, where, of course, I'm not going to be able to film my own content while I'm on set, I'm away, right? The amount I'm getting paid for that three, four months, unless I'm an A-lister, right? That amount I'm getting paid is how much I'm making in one week. Yeah, so wait till they offer you that. Exactly. Or just make my own film rather than, you know, auditioning. And And you look like you could play anything. I mean, you're you're like one of those ambiguously. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. That's the the checkbox I go for. (laughs) Ethnically diverse. I'm in there. <laughs> yeah, you could be anything. Yeah, exactly. You could, could be... Uh, Indian, Egyptian, <laughs> Middle Eastern, Mexican. I mean, anything anything besides white, pretty much. I'm in right. there. Yeah. So, and, and I play you all are? that. I'm, I, I am Middle Eastern, Egyptian. Egyptian? But, yeah. And what? 
so I'm also mixed with like Iranian a bit and a an Afghan. I I looked it up on 23andMe. Uh, I I don't know the results, but that that was it. It was. But what like, are your Michigan. parents? Egyptian, and I think my my dad is also like a little Afghan, Iranian, Egyptian. My mom is Egyptian. You know, here's something else that may be like your Gaspacho moment. Um, Egyptians uh, and Iranians to get together. Uh, you should know this. If your parents did that, that's a, a gutsy thing to do because Egyptians are Arabs. Yeah. And Iranians are not. And in the Middle East, the main conflict has always been between the Arab world and the Persian world. Saudi Arabia separated from Iran, Persia, only by a little strait. Those are the two powers. Other sides sort of like go with either side. The, the Iranians are Shiites. The Egyptians and the Saudis, they're Sunnis. These are two tribes that are both Muslim, but they hate each other. They fought a giant war against each other in the 80s, the Iran-Iraq war. Was NATO involved in this? <laughs> NATO was not involved. I I'm, I'm literally East. learning. I didn't know this. I know, and I'm telling you because yeah. this is your heritage. Yeah. But I'm telling you, this is important stuff. The Muslim world is divided between Sunnis. They're about okay, I think I know a little bit, I know a little bit right. about this. They're roughly. about 85% of the Muslim world are Sunnis. Well, I think actually in Egypt as well, which like I, I didn't is, find out. Egypt until, is all Sunni. Well, I didn't find out until recently. There's actually like a large majority of Egyptians that are uh, Orthodox or Catholic, right? I no. Right. There is a Christian sect in Egypt called the Copts, C-O-P-T. That's it, yes. <laughs> That's it. I, know. I was right, right on the tip of my right. tongue. I knew uh, it was close. Like any Christian or Jewish group in a Muslim-majority country in the Middle East, they, don't, they are not to make, make feel very welcome. Mm. So there are very few left. Just there are very few. Syria used to have a very large Christian minority, but they don't anymore. Uh, but sticking to the Muslim world, yes, the Iranians and the Egyptians, traditionally those are the you know, Sunnis and Shiites, there's a lot of beef between those two groups. So, so, the, so I'm just saying your, pa- your parents may have had to, like, defy some, yeah. you know, traditional shit to get together. So I feel like you know, that next, next Thanksgiving, be like, Mom, Dad, <laughs> I don't know what you went through to start boning and have me. But, you know, if you yeah, had to go through some stuff, I, I appreciate it. Yeah, absolutely. I, I'm sure they did. Yeah, they moved They never here. talked to you about this shit? They probably did. Um, <laughs> they probably did. Um, you but, just tuned it out? You know you what? You weren't interested? Dude, all I care about is comedy. I love comedy. I'm like so like well, into... Maybe they could make it funny. They maybe could. they could do it with puppets. Well, maybe they told me about it and I couldn't make it funny and that's why I tuned it out, you know? So... Yeah, it's kind of hard to make the Iran-Iraq war funny. It's a tough one. That's why I probably moved on to the next joke. So, let me ask you this. What is your personal life like? If it's so, if you're so like having to be slavish to your craft, craft and feeding the dragon because it is a dragon. Absolutely. Right. So, does that make your personal life suffer? No personal life. Oh, stop it! I mean, like here and there, right? Oh. Like you know, I'll have weeks. You know, I'll have a week where you know I have fun and I'll like go out and mingle and, and do no whatever. No girlfriend. 
I'm single. No, I'm single. I mean, but I had a girl. you want to be single. It's yeah. not because you're... Yeah, <laughs> exactly. no, no. By choice. By choice. bullshit me. Yeah, but... <laughs> it's not like... By choice. Oh, I can't find a girl. <laughs> it's, it's... You don't want to be tied down yeah. by one girl. Well, you know what? It's also tough. Like, Come I mean, on. in my last relationship... We're here at like, Club Random. Tell me. <laughs> no, in my last I'm relationship... I'm your psychiatrist. All right, you're well, my stepson. Really... <laughs> <laughs> Just tell me the truth. Okay, in my last relationship, reason why it ended is because I was working all day. It's like, for, for, so what I do is like, it never ends. And then you know too, it's like comedy, like you're always writing jokes. There's stuff that always comes up, right? I'm never writing jokes. You're not? No, I'm never, you sound like you're purposefully right. I never, I've never done that. Um, when I started, I was told that's how you're supposed to do it. Because that's what Bill Cosby told all the other comics. And they told us. Uh, I don't know what happened to Mr. Cosby, but I never could, like, purposely write jokes. What I do is like this. And then when I would, something funny would come up, I would try to remember it. Well, that's what I do, too. But then I write in my notes. But I just constantly find myself, anything that happens, I'm like, all right, I'm going to write that in my notes. I'm going to write my notes. And I'm always thinking, all right, what's the next video I'm going to shoot? Because, I mean, I'm posting every single day, right? So every day, like, a lot of days I'll wake up at 6 a.m., no idea. I have to come up with an idea by 8. 8 a.m. That's a lot of pressure. Yeah. I'm just saying. That, that's a lot. But I, that, I mean, that, but I love that, it. That I love beard it. may have gray in it in five years because <laughs> yeah, that's a lot possibly. of. I mean, I, I mean, my early days, and you're not in your early days. You're a tremendous success. But, you know, I was still, well, 30. I had done a sitcom. But, you know, life was not that cushy still. Better than it had been earlier. But, you know. I did not, certainly did not have this pressure that every single day I have got to come up with something, every you know. Day. But I mean, it's... It's, it's uh, a different animal. It's the pressure I, I sort of say put on myself, though, you know. Like, I have yeah. a high standard of what I want, and I, and I enjoy well, no, doing it, you well, know. You put it on yourself because the dragon puts it on you. Yeah. If you don't feed the dragon... It goes away. It, or eats you. Yeah, either or. So, I mean, but I mean, yeah... I do love it, and it is a lot of pressure, but at a certain point, like, I've got to the where it's so self-sufficient where, like, you know, I'm waking up, I'm on autopilot, and uh, I'll come up with an idea. Like I said, I'll wake up at 6 a.m., no idea what I'm going to shoot. 8 a.m., I come up with an idea. I'll send that over to my producer. We'll get props. We'll get the location. We'll get uh, actors or actresses. Shoot it. Edit it right away. It goes up by 12, and then by 2 p.m., it's at a million views. Seven days a week you do this? Yeah, I mean, I, I'll miss a day here or there, but that's... You don't shoot two in a day. I Sometimes I try, but it's tough. It's tough. Because um, you want even, the quality to be Yeah, high. exactly. And even at a certain point, you get watered down. Um, and if, if it was up to me, I personally would want to just do maybe one video a week of my best, you know? Well, it'll... I was going to say it'll pay off. It's already paying off. But, you know, I mean, there's no substitute for wanting it hard work, and just, you know, I can see you're that guy who's not going to let the other guys beat you. I mean, I remember when I, see, my experience was so different, but I started it like in comedy clubs. I guess you've hung out at comedy clubs too. But that's all we had. There was no TikTok or any of that shit. And, you know, you're with like dozens, dozens of other comics, you know, who are all hanging out at the club, and you all have the same dream. And you all know it's kind of like the army, you know, you're going to go into battle, and a lot of you aren't going to make it. Yeah. The guy next to you is going to get one right here. Yeah. Absolutely. And you just want better him than me. 
right? Do you feel like you're living in a media bubble? Like it's harder than ever to find views that challenge your own? Well, that's where The Lost Debate steps in. It's a podcast and YouTube show for political eclectics who crave exposure to a diversity of beliefs and perspectives. The Lost Debate is hosted by Ravi Gupta, a former staffer for Obama and school principal, Corey Bradford, a political organizer from the Deep South turned TikTok star who once hosted a Fox News radio show, and Ricky Schlott, a Gen Z New York Post columnist and libertarian fighting to protect free speech. They cover the latest news, ideas, and trends that mainstream media overlooks, and they focus on bringing new perspectives to the table in constructive debates that sound less like crossfire and more like discussions between real people. Join the conversation. Check out The Lost Debate today. New episodes drop twice a week. Find The Lost Debate on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your shows. Did you know HBO Max had podcasts? I'm on my podcast talking about the podcast on my network. This must be what the metaverse feels like. Now go even deeper inside your favorite shows with audio companions to some of the most groundbreaking and award-winning shows on television. The HBO Max Movie Club is back for season two. Host Matt Rogers from the Las Culturistas podcast will once again be joined by filmmakers and celebrity friends as they dig deep into the HBO Max movie library. The podcast covers the freshest new releases and the most beloved films from the HBO Max archive. You can listen to HBO Max Movie Club wherever you get your podcasts. Every, every, I always feel like every decade you have a different, like, sort of set of priorities or, like, you know, a different essential goal. In my teens, it was like, you know, don't be ostracized. Just, just don't be the kid they make fun of. Yeah. You know, my 20s, it was just like, don't be a loser in your career. I went through that, too, though, in my 20s, where I was like, I got to make it, I got to make it, I got to make it. You yeah, know? because, you you know, you set up your life in your 20s and 30s, and then, you know, you want to then live in it. Yeah. No, you're, you're absolutely right. No, no, I mean, you're doing, the, I would say you're doing the right thing, but, uh, and you are, but you say it's like it, it gets in the way of relationships. Yeah, but I mean. But you don't I want just, a relationship. Just, yeah, I don't want one. It works one. out perfectly. Yeah, Stop just, complaining. I'm the perfect candidate, <laughs> you know. Um, but yes. I mean, don't get me wrong. I've had my fun, you know. I've had fun, like. Like tw- when I, I went to college, you know, even the first two years I was out here trying to like figure out what the hell I'm going to do. I'm, I'm having fun this whole time. I mean, look, I would go crazy if I didn't have breaks, right? I do have weeks where, you know, I go out and I'll catch up with friends and this and that. But at the same time, I just love creating content. It's the greatest thing. And how do you create content for your sex life? I'm just curious. I mean, it just sounds... <laughs> Only fans. No. I'm Seriously? No. no. I'm <laughs> But it sounds like, I mean, it's just, I mean, it, I don't know. When I was 30. Are you saying, like, how do I get girls? Oh, I, I'm sure it's not a problem. Yeah. But, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm sure it's very different than. What it is I, different. It all happens in the DMs now. Of course. Yeah. It's all, it's all on the DMs. phone. Yeah. Right. Yeah. It's So you don't really want to have a long-term relationship because. I mean, if it, I'm, I'm at some point in your life. Maybe. If it happens, it happens, you know, it will happen. Right. But do you I'm want not gonna, it to happen. You yeah, want, like, you I think, want children? I think, honestly, like this next couple of years, I want to start a family. Really? Yeah, for sure. Okay. Maybe this year. Really? Who knows? Yeah. I feel like, I don't know. I feel like I always thought what I was your mother wants you to do. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Why did I think that? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, she's, she's definitely but forcing she's, it a bit, but. 
Yeah. <laughs> well, I thought I was going to have kids. I but that should not influence you one bit. It's your life. Yeah, true. But I always thought, for some reason, I was going to have a family at 25. No, I, I mean, you know? I, I've known so many guys who were, like, players. Yeah. But they were, like, married and had kids. And, like, oh. even though they were terrible <laughs> husbands, they were great dads. You know, there is something. I, I don't have that chip. You know, yeah. I am not, I've never, one thing that's been like steady throughout my life since I was a child is I do not like children. I did not like them when I was one. Oh, you have no kids? I don't, <laughs> no. <laughs> okay. No kids, no marriages, oh, wow, no divorces, okay. no alibi. No I'm alib- like you, pretty much. Well, no, you're not because you haven't made it to this point. True. You're, you have nothing to brag about. You're yes. right at, at the age where you're eligible and people will try to marry <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> Which is fine if you want it. And, you know, I'm, I never, people think I'm against marriage. I'm only against marriage for me. Yeah. Uh, whatever makes people happy. I, I know some people who would be lost without their spouse. That's what makes them happy. It's the most personal decision. Just don't do it because society for sure. or mom is well, saying. Can you help it? Because it's like you're constantly getting like, you're getting taught marriage. But you're getting I ta- did. Yeah, but you're it's a not easy. one percenter. You got to work at it, man. If you want to stay single, I you have to. I should hang out with you more. You Maybe gotta, that's what You got to <laughs> club random. Open. Yeah. I mean, seriously. You, no, I, it I it is very saying, hard just to keep your toe out of the trap. Maybe, maybe this year you but get married. You, Maybe you start a family this year. Who knows? I do know and know that I, uh, who, would, who would know more than me? Because I'm me. It's a good no, point, I will not be starting a family this year. But You I'm, never know, though. I do know. There are some you things think I you know. There, to a certain degree, you know, but you never know, sweetheart. You never really know. I, if I got a girl pregnant tomorrow, I'd be like eighty-two when the kid got out of high school. I'm not. <laughs> I, I am not starting a family. Why? And why? After all these years, would I suddenly change and like fall in love with children? No, I love my life, and no fucking kid is gonna mess. Well, you it know, up. your taste buds change every seven years. That's a fact. Not in children. Uh, and I don't think that's true either. <laughs> I like many. It's not like I started to hate bananas seven years ago. That's ridiculous. Maybe your taste. I like change. almonds. Last year, I just started liking almonds. I hated almonds. Okay. So well, I mean, I'm just saying. Yes. Sure. You're probably like 99.9 percent positive. Almond and right? children are. But I there feel is like that on a different one percent. I think that's a different level. Almonds and children. But I, I take your point. All I'm saying is, for you, um, you know. Society, you do, yeah. You do, just don't do it, yeah, like, or because we sort of create that myth in movies. It's certainly in the era of the romantic comedy. I guess they do less of them, but it's a lot of putting in people's minds this idea that there is a one perfect person, your soulmate, and they're out there, and you just got to find them, and then when you do, it's all going to be great. And um, there's a, it was a book they just put out for valentine's day even though it's kind of an anti-valentine's day book and i read the excerpt it's from some woman and she it's called to be to stay married you need amnesia oh wow and the uh line below that said do i hate my husband sometimes oh yeah sure and i and then the article was just you know her talking about how much she (laughs) fucking hates her husband and think he's an asshole but at the end, it's like, but we stay together. It's always that like fake Hollywood ending that they even put in their books. And I'm like, 
you can't get me back. After you say you hate him, you can't get me back to, but this is a good idea. This is a good thing to do. And that's what the book is trying to do. It is fascinating, you know? though, like that someone can stay. Like, there's some people who are married for like 40, 50 years. That's like insane to me. That's like to be with somebody for 40, 50 years and, and spending like damn near every day together, right? Like, that is a fascinating thing. It's a skill. A skill is it's a, impressive. That's a charitable way to put it, but you're, yeah. you're right. It's something you, you know, people. I guess do it for the children and they like the idea of security and somebody there or, or sometimes a you know, sense of humor is more important. Yeah. I mean, there's a lot of reasons why a marriage that isn't, you know, red hot monkey love all the time works for people and can work for people. And again, like you say, different strokes and whatever people yeah. like, but I'm just saying, be careful about that one. That like, sure. you know, I think I want it though. I think I, I, think I love kids and great. Yeah, I, th- I think I want it. I mean, I guess I'll find out. Right, you'll find out. Yeah, <laughs> because you I'll know, go for it. Yeah, we'll yeah, see. yeah. We'll and see you know what? Happens. If you got married at 32, you could still like be, uh, you know, get, <laughs> say, get, give it eight years. Yeah, now you're so now awesome. you're 40. You're still a nice looking guy. You know what it is? Uh, though? I you're, feel like- you're, you know, you could have a. I feel like the age it continuously gets like has been getting older for what people get married at. Like people used to get married at. Like, well, it has. Yeah. We have the statistics. Yeah. Right. <laughs> now people are getting married at what? Like thirty-five. No, not quite that. It's like thirty for men and twenty-eight for women. Where it used to be like what? What, what did you say? Much to? lower. You're right. Yeah. It was like twenty-two and twenty or something like that. That's yeah. crazy. Oh yeah. I mean, in in many parts of the world, um, like Egypt and Iran. Yeah. I mean, you're an old maid if you're 20, probably, you know. Yeah, my wife's I mean, not in every segment of society, but, yeah, I mean, that, that still goes on. And, and even in the United States, you know, they recently just raised the legal age for marriage in, I forget what state, something like Kentucky or something. But they were not the only state that had it from, like, 14 to 16. Oh, oh that's way too young. 14. That's a, what is that, middle school? <laughs> well, for me, it was the it was freshman, freshman year of high school. But whatever That's it is, wild. Yes, imagine being married in ninth grade. <laughs> no, I can't because I was still just masturbating. <laughs> I, I would have loved to have been married or anything that allowed oh, yeah, me to yeah. get some. But, but no, but yeah, I mean, there are parts of this country that are. That's wild. You know, do you know what Appalachia is? Is, is that a mountain? Appalachian Mountain. It's a mountain range. Okay, I was close. Yes. No, you're right. Yeah. It's a, it's it goes all through like these southern states. It's like where we the term hillbillies, which is you know kind of oh, a wow. derogatory term, but there yeah. are I'm sorry, such thing as hillbillies. <laughs> yeah. I mean, these are people who live rural. I mean, this is you know the stereotype. there's no TikTok over there. They're not getting Wi-Fi. They. <laughs> <laughs> Part of the president's um, big, uh, you know, spending bill is to bring Wi-Fi and such things to this part of the country. They're always like... Imagine they're up there doing like TikTok dances once they get the Wi-Fi. <laughs> uh, there, I'm sure there are places in Tennessee yeah. and Arkansas and West Virginia. These are the states I'm talking about. It goes to like eight different states like that, Kentucky. Oh, wow. Yes, but there are also rural places where they may have the internet, but what, what they really don't have is uh, like strong law enforcement from the authorities. Like it's sort of like the local people who are making the rules. You know, like did you ever uh, see the old Beverly Hillbillies series? 
No. You never heard, you heard of it, though, right? The Beverly Hills. It Hillbillies. sounds familiar. It was a show on the 60s. It was one of the big hit comedies. Oh, if it and, was in the 60s, I don't know it. Yeah, but they show it. They rerun it. I mean, people have seen it. You've heard of I Love Lucy. Yeah. yeah well, that was the show. 50s. Oh, wow. That was 50s. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. But I probably have seen it then. You must have seen it. It's, yeah. it's a classic. I mean, it, it was, and it was about these people from Appalachia, these very, the hillbillies. I mean, the Beverly Hillbillies. And they yeah. strike oil on their <laughs> land. Oh, and they become fucking crazy rich. So they move to Beverly Hills, which is what rich people do. So now they're like, you know, <laughs> still driving like the old truck. Yeah. You yeah. know, and they're, they're still fucking hillbillies. That's what's the funny part. They're hillbillies, but they're in this fucking phony baloney Hollywood environment. Yeah. Those kind of people in their own habitat there in the uh, Appalachian region, it, it can be very difficult for like, you know, police or revenuers tax man, anything from the federal government, they, that's like an outsider. I mean, there are places wow. in this country that are like literally tribal. Really? Yes. That's insane. <laughs> Look at all the things you've learned tonight. Everyone Adam. doesn't have TikTok? No, I'm kidding. Um, that's crazy. Yeah. That... that could be your like charity cause. Bring TikTok to Appalachia. I'll be that guy. I'll you should it. be that guy. I'll be that guy. Right. I would do you know, it. Of course, if you go there, they might kill you. Yeah, and also, I, I probably would like, he's a, I don't know, but he doesn't <laughs> look, I don't know what he is, but we're fucking going to kill him. We'll ask questions later. I feel like anywhere I yeah. go, I'll fit in as a local for like, the most part, you know? Uh, I don't know. I, I, honestly, I probably wouldn't go if they didn't have Wi-Fi because then I'm not going to be able to post, right? So and once they get the Wi-Fi, then I'll show up and maybe I'll have a course or something. But. Well, listen, I hope you do come back here and just, Kick it with me some night. Uh, yeah. Well, maybe Not that it would be any together. different than this. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> maybe we film a TikTok together. Like, Who knows? Oh, yes. Let's do that. Yeah. We I can mean, do it. Are I, you on TikTok I, at all or no? Oh, yes, Adam. I'm dominating I think I've it. seen you on the Explore page. No, you haven't. Okay. I, well, and I'm not intentionally on TikTok. Okay. I'd be surprised if I could get it on my phone. <laughs> I'll download <laughs> the app for you. Um, no, I think I have the app. But, um, but I'm going to... I will start. I mean, uh, you know, I should make that effort to, like, that. I'm just so busy. It's like I just don't have time for a new thing. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, I, I That's feel my, you on that. But we could be like Bing Crosby and Bob Hope. You know who we they could, are? It'd be the collab nobody ever expected. Exactly. And that's, that's why I'll go viral. That's why it would be funny. Exactly. But you got to think of it. This is what you do. It'll, we could even do me and you at a restaurant. Waiter brings out gazpacho soup. Yes. Right? And I'm like, this is cold. Right. Right? You that's... slap the soup across the table. And then he says it's cold. And then not only are we going viral, we're educating people. And then somehow at the end we bring in NATO and this is this is 10 million views. Send me the script. <laughs> Call me. It's done. All right. It's already posted. I just DM a girl, yes. And that's it. <laughs> and then they say, guess what? And then balls in your court. You can say whatever. Yes, I'd love to get to know you. Yes, I was. That's hysterical. And it's 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 a 10 out of 10 success rate. Right?